0: Hi everyone and welcome to RX Rounds, a podcast that focuses on health education in the Caribbean community. I am your host, Alandra Mitchell. Welcome back to RX Rounds. We are wrapping up this season 2 with a two-part series on heart failure. The heart is the most essential organ to life applying oxygen and nutrients to the entire body. However, unmanaged conditions like high blood pressure, high blood sugar, and chronic smoking can lead to the overworking of the heart muscle and ultimately an enlargement of the heart. In this episode, cardiologist and Advanced Heart Failure and Heart Transplant Fellow, Dr. Steve Antoine, assesses the risk of heart failure in the Caribbean. How
1: are you doing, Dr. Antoine? I'm doing great. Glad to be here.
0: Nice. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. As you said, my name is Steve, Steve Antoine, or Antoine. Uh, I was raised in Haiti. I moved here at 17 uh, to complete my senior year in high school, and I went to college at USF, Go Bulls, in Tampa. I went back to the Caribbean for my uh, basic science and medical school, and that was done at AUC in St. Martin. And then uh, I did my residency in internal medicine, and that was at upstate in New York, Syracuse, New York. I came back to um, Jacksonville, to Florida, to do my cardiology fellowship. So I did three years in Jacksonville, completed cardiology just in June uh, 2020. So I am recently... Uh, recent cardiology grad. And uh, currently I'm doing an advanced um, fellowship in, in heart failure. So I'm studying to be an advanced heart failure and transplant cardiologist.
2: Wow. So I guess we have the perfect person to talk about heart failure with us today, huh?
1: I would say so. Although the patients that get referred to me are the advanced heart failure where their cardiologist said, you're too sick, I'm gonna send it to someone else to take care of this heart failure. Because as we'll talk about, heart failure is a progressive disease and there's different stages to it. So I'm sort of the tell in when things are really bad where your cardiologist say this is really bad and they refer their patients to me. So that's what I'm studying to be.
0: Okay.
2: Sounds good. So heart failure is not a common term we hear in the Caribbean, right? A lot of folks usually hear they have heart disease, cardiovascular disease. So tell us what is heart failure?
1: So heart failure is, you know, the the heart as itself, the heart is a pump and its role is to pump blood to the rest of the body. There's different processes that can affect the heart and will cause it to fail. Uh, these different processes are called the disease processes. So you can have a coronary artery disease, it's a disease process um, that's affecting the blood supply to the heart. Um, You can have uh, disease in the wall of the heart, you can have disease in the valves of the heart. And ultimately, if they affect the function of the heart, it will cause eventually heart failure. Um, but um, the heart failure itself can be caused by a lot of uh, multiple things so I think the reason why in the Caribbean we don't hear heart failure because patients typically die of the process that leads to heart failure so they don't even get to heart failure so they'll have a heart attack and they'll die of a heart attack whereas in the United States they'll have a heart attack and someone will do something about the heart attack so they'll get the stent or bypass surgery um, and they'll live and then eventually um, they, this coronary artery disease or ischemic cardiomyopathy is the disease process that's caused by the heart attack will lead into heart failure. So I would say heart failure is sort of a stage. It's, it's sort of the telling of what happened to the heart when it's not able to uh, do its job, um, whereas there's a lot of heart disease that, can, that will lead uh, eventually to heart failure.
2: Mm. So what are some of the diseases or disease states that would lead to heart failure?
1: I think the most common one will probably be hypertension or heart, hypertensive cardiomyopathy, is what we call it in the field. Um so is when you have high blood pressure for a very long time um and, and the heart muscle becomes very thick and it's not able to relax. Um, and therefore, eventually it will lead to the, um, you know, the heart not able to do its job um, of, relaxing, uh, of receiving blood and pumping blood. Um, there's uh, coronary artery disease, and, uh, and that's disease of the blood supply to the heart muscle. I actually, I described the heart to my patient uh, like a house. So I, I think of the heart structurally like a house. It has blood supply, so it has a plumbing system. It has electrical system within uh, within it, and uh, and there's the walls and there's doors, etc. So it's almost like a house. So you can have disease in the plumbing system, um, you know, a blood clot that occludes, uh, you know, supply to the house. Uh, and when the plumbing system is affected, it's called coronary artery disease, and that's what heart attacks and things. So it's a whole system within the house. Uh, you can have um, problems within the electrical system of the, uh, of the house, and that caused the heart to function. So there's a bunch of uh, arrhythmias, is what we call it, issues with the, the electrical circuits. That can cause it to malfunction, and eventually will lead to problems. And then there are issues with the doors, so the valves of the heart can have whether they're structural da- uh, damages. You know, something uh, damaged a valve, whether it's an infection or something um, that caused the uh, damage to the structure of the valve. So the doors of the house, and that can eventually lead to um, heart failure. So, so a lot of different things in the house can go wrong. But when whenever that function of the house is affected, uh, eventually uh, you, you get heart failure, so, um, because you know as as complicated and sophisticated uh, uh, that the heart uh, system is, uh, its its role is 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 really to receive blood and to pump blood. So ultimately, if you have any issues within the system, or if you have progressive issues within the system, what it will eventually affect is its uh, ability to receive and to pump blood. And when you have problems receiving and pumping blood, that's when you get, clinically, what we describe as heart failure. So all these dis- different disease process, hypertension, which will lead to thick heart muscle, coronary artery disease, which will affect, or which the muscle, the heart will eventually die if you have a heart attack. Um, or electrical problems if you have an arrhythmias uh, and things like that uh, or sometimes genetic disease um, in younger folks uh, if the pumping function of the heart is affected then it's heart failure.
2: Gotcha and just to clarify that word arrhythmia is just like the rate the heart is pumping right on being inefficient and how it's um, expelling the blood to the rest of the body. Um, so there are types of heart failure. So can you tell us a little bit about those types?
1: Well, the heart failure, they, you can classify it different ways. You know, you can classify it by disease process. So you can say hypertensive cardiomyopathy, you can say uh, you know, ischemic cardiomyopathy, which is issues um, with ischemia, so the heart muscle not receiving blood supply. Hypertensive cardiomyopathy, so anything where um, having high blood pressure causes you to have a disease of the heart, uh, restrictive cardiomyopathy. So there's when typically when they describe myopathies, um, you know the the the, there's uh, what you know the word that comes to describe this myopathy is usually talking about the process that caused uh, the heart failure. In terms of functions, you can classify the um, heart failure based on uh, function of the heart Um, because, you know, the the heart has two stages when it's working. There's a diastolic stage and a a systolic stage. Diastolic stage is when it receives blood and the systolic stage is when it pumps the blood. And that's what all pumps do. They receive and they, they push forward. So you'll hear um, people describe heart failure as diastolic heart failure or systolic heart failure. So meaning the process that's affecting the heart is during diastole. Uh, For example, hypertensive cardiomyopathy is mainly a diastolic heart failure. So because hypertension, um, you know, you have very high blood pressure, so the heart has to work hard to push blood. Um, so it's almost like your heart is lifting weight. And when the heart is lifting weight, just like any other muscle, it gets bigger. Um, big muscle typically is good, but for the heart, it's not because it's within a, uh, a cavity. And when that muscle gets too big in that cavity, it, it takes up space. And when it takes up space, it affects, uh, it, uh, the heart's ability to receive blood. So therefore, when you have hypertension and the muscle, the heart gets big, It takes up too much space in that heart, um, and uh, within the pericardial sac, which which holds the heart, so therefore the heart uh, is not able to receive blood because the muscle takes too much space. So then you have mainly a diastolic dysfunction, and then uh, so this this is what diastolic heart failure is. It's a heart inability to receive blood. There are other so the hypertension can cause a diastolic dysfunction. Um, There are disease processes where there's a bad protein that accumulates in the muscle or the heart that causes the muscle to become stiff. Um, And, you know, and that can itself cause a diastolic, um, you know, uh, diastolic failure. So that's what diastolic um, heart failure is. And systolic heart failure, systole, is the part where the heart pumps. If you have any problem with the heart pumping... Uh, blood forward then it's a systolic um, heart failure systolic dysfunction and you know so for example if you have a heart attack so you develop a ischemic cardiomyopathy um, which is the process um, the ischemic cardiomyopathy will cause a systolic heart failure so during systole the heart is not able to pump so you know, overall, there's different ways you can classify heart failure based on diastology and systology, diastolic heart failure, systolic heart failure, or you can describe it based on the disease process, ischemic cardiomyopathy, hypertensive cardiomyopathy, etc. cetera. And, and then when you get to, to my stage or my role um, as an advanced heart failure cardiologist, I take care of the sicker heart failure patients. So then you can describe, you can divide it based on stages of heart failure. So there are stage A, B, C, D of heart failure, stage A being you just have risk factors for heart failure and stage D being your end stage um, heart failure. And those are just based on, you know, the progression of your heart failure. Um, So there's just multiple ways of describing it heart failure, depending on what you're you're looking for.
2: Yeah. So you mentioned earlier that the reason a lot of folks in the Caribbean don't really get, hear the word heart failure is because they don't reach to that specific stage. There's usually no um, management in the process. So can you tell us what puts Caribbean folks at risk of heart failure? So
1: I would say, you know, heart failure in general is is a problem, not just in the Caribbean. It's a worldwide problem. Actually, yeah. in the United States, the number one cause of death is heart failure. Um, you know, it's heart failure before cancer, before before even violence. So I think Dave Chappelle, my favorite comedian, he makes the jokes. He said, you know, what kills black people most in the United States is not gang, is not gun is not gang it's not police it's table salt you know so it's 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 the number one killer in the united states just like it is in the caribbean the 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 issue the, the 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 thing that makes heart failure challenging is so many different things can lead to heart failure so um in the caribbean i think there's a high prevalence of hypertension hypertensive cardiomyopathy And I have not practiced in the Caribbean, as a disclaimer, I've just done some volunteer work. And in my very limited interaction with uh, patients uh, in Haiti, I've noticed a lot of patients with hypertensive heart disease. Um, So I I imagine there's a lot of hypertension, uh, untreated hypertension. Uh, that eventually will cause um, heart failure. But hypertension causes a lot of different disease processes right. in the body. So so you may end up dying of something else. Hypertension itself is a risk factor to get um, blockages in your arteries, so coronary artery disease. It's a risk factor to get stroke. It's a risk factor to get kidney disease. So um where in the united states if you have hypertension we treat you and you you get treated and you don't necessarily develop kidney disease right off bat but then eventually you start having heart failure In the caribbean i think the hypertensive uh, disease they 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 you know they may die of other cause and they may die of kidney disease or they may die of heart attack and they don't get to have a progressive heart failure like the united states but Um, but yet it's still pretty prevalent in the Caribbean. Um, so I would say not knowing, um, a lot of the demographics and a lot of the things on, on the Island, I would probably say just with my limited interaction, there's a lot of hypertensive cardiomyopathy, uh, in Haiti, probably, um, because there's a lot of hypertensive cardiomyopathy, there probably is a lot of, uh, coronary artery disease, but um, there, we don't have a lot of ways to diagnose it, especially in Haiti we don't. I don't know about the other islands. And so I think the mortality in, in, in the islands, it's even higher than what we see what's reported because all reported is the people that we do know have heart failure. But this is probably just a tip of the iceberg and there's probably tons of heart failure um, that just undiagnosed and, and uh, are affected or die of other causes.
2: Tell us what are some of the symptoms that you might notice associated with heart failure?
1: Sure. Uh, so heart failure, the heart pumps, it receives blood and then it pumps it forward. Um, you know, I, I, I love cardiology because it's very simplistic. Uh,
2: is yeah. it? <laughs> I'm sure folks it's, listening to this is like, um, not really, sir.
1: <laughs> it's, it's just a pump. Uh, it's, it's uh, it's, uh yeah. It's it's a glorified train Amtrak system. So it's in the role, it it's in the job of receiving oxygenated, uh, you know, blood from your lungs, and it pumps it throughout, uh, you know, throughout your body, or you know, pumping nutrients from your stomach throughout your body. is just is just a, a big train system. Um, now, any pump, when if a pump has difficulty pumping, uh, you know, blood in this case. Um, there's two problems that arise. One is its inability to pump forward will cause a deficiency and whatever is not able to pump forward. So in our, in, 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 in our case is, is, is uh, oxygen um, or, you know, blood carrying oxygen. So if you have a, a bad heart attack or, you know, or ischemic cardiomyopathy, so your heart is not able to pump blood because your, your heart muscle just died from a heart attack, um, you know you're not able to push oxygen to your body so therefore uh, you know your muscles are not getting enough oxygen uh, your brain is not getting enough oxygen so you may feel these symptoms as just fatigue when you're walking
2: mm-hmm.
1: or you know, you're not able to to do what you used to do when you had all your heart muscle pumping but now only um, half of your heart muscle um, is pumping so therefore you know you're, you're, the, you're able to only achieve half of what you were able to achieve. You used to play soccer last year and now you had a heart attack. you only have half of your heart muscle so therefore um, your body's only getting half of um, you know the blood supply that they used to get. So uh, a systolic heart failure, you mostly are affected by the heart's inability to provide that oxygen and those are the symptoms that you feel. Um, but most often, um, you know, what you tend to feel is the diastolic dysfunction. That's what you tend to see, uh, because the heart receives blood and it pumps blood. So whenever it's, it doesn't pump blood well, uh, blood keeps coming back to it. So then there becomes a, a, a traffic, if you will. So the blood gets backed up, um, you know, because it's not pumping forward. Then, then that chamber is not able to, you know, it creates a a traffic, and then the blood starts to get backed up, and the chambers that are, you know, that comes before the heart, the chambers um, before the heart. So, so you know, if you look at the heart circuit, um, you know, the blood drains from your veins into the heart, um, and the heart pumps it. uh, The right side of your heart pumps it into your lungs, and then your lungs pick up oxygen and the blood goes to your heart the left side of your heart and the left side of your heart pumps that oxygenated blood to your body so if you have a left heart disease and uh, the diastolic function is affected the blood will start to back up and where it tends to back up is in the lungs uh, which is the chamber right before the left heart so therefore, these patients will have fluid in their lungs.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: then they, it's, they become very short of breath. And the, the shortness of breath is because of, uh, you know, or tend to be because of fluid in their lungs, what we call pulmonary edema. We, we can see that on chest x-ray, we can oscillate here and hear uh, the fluid that is building up in your lungs. Um, and, and, and there are many different uh, ways we can we can get that information, but essentially is because the blood is not moving forward, it gets backed up in the lungs. And the right side of your heart when it, it gets backed up, uh, you know it's the chambers before it. so so it's it's your venous system, your veins. So you tend to have fluid in your legs so you'll see people walking around with you know swollen ankles and swollen, uh, you know, uh, you know, just swollen feet in general. And that's uh, a lot of times that tends to be because they have um, right sided um, diastolic heart failure from not being able to pump. So uh, overall, you see either uh, issues with the receiving blood, so then bloods get backed up, so you just get fluid everywhere, or pumping blood, so then you get fatigue and... Uh, stamina and etc so those are the most common symptoms of having heart failure
2: so um what do you think would be some of the best ways to reduce the risk of developing heart failure in patients
1: uh that's a loaded question because uh (laughs) there's a lot of different things that eventually lead to heart failure. So, so you'd have to attack all the different risk factors that eventually will lead to heart failure. So, I think, uh, you know, within uh, especially the black population in general, whether it's African American, Afro-Caribbean, Caribbean, um, the the main problem is is hypertension, and we have a big problem with salt, and our body. Uh, for some reason, tend to retain salt. Um, mm-hmm. And whether that has to do, theories uh, have it, is that, you know, the slaves that survived the, yeah. tra- uh, you know, transport uh, back in the 1940s, uh, 1400s, are uh, because they were able to retain salt uh, on these uh, boats, on the slave boats. And because they were able to retain salt, that's why they made the trip. So then... Uh, that theory would say that the people that did make it to this side of the continent tend to be salt retainers. And as a result, um, the descendants, whether you're in the Caribbean or whether you're in the United States, tend to be hypertensive patients. And that's where we inherit this hypertensive disease. Um, so you would have to address, um, you know, those risk factors. So hypertension, uh, you know, if you control your hypertension, especially um you know the the african population afro Caribbean, african-american um that plays a lot into what eventually develop uh you know lead to you know hypertensive heart disease and and heart failure Uh, other risk factors are coronary artery disease and and coronary artery disease itself which is disease within the, the blood vessels to the heart has tons of risk factors Um, there's tons of risk factors that cause coronary disease. So you'd have to address all these risk factors. So risk factors such as hypertension in itself is a risk factor for coronary disease. Diabetes is one, uh, you know, having high cholesterol is one. Um, Stress, stress is a big one. The good thing is we we tend not to have stress problems and the coronavirus is one of the advantage we have on the island we handle stress better than uh, they do in the United States. But stress is a high, is a really, uh, you know, big risk factor for coronary artery disease. Actually, uh, some studies have shown that stress almost plays a bigger role as smoking in causing coronary artery disease. Um, And uh, which uh, lead me to smoking is another big risk factor. So hypertension, diabetes, um, cholesterol, smoking, stress—they all risk factors um, that can cause coronary artery disease, which can cause uh, heart failure. And then some things we can't control, and, and, and that's genetics. genetics. You know, some some people we just have uh, you know gene mutation that causes problems in the muscle of the heart, and that's when you hear young folks. just you know playing playing football or soccer and they just die on the field um you know of, of of something genetic um so so there are a lot of different causes um some of which we can control most of which we can control and some of them we cannot so we just do as much as we can to control what we can control
0: got it check out part two of this series on heart failure with dr steve antoine There, we discuss some of the myths associated with heart failure and some management options. For more information on Dr. Steve Antoine, visit our website at www.rxrounds.com or check him out on Instagram at Steve the Cardiologist. If you enjoyed this episode, visit RxRounds on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. And we'll see you next rounds on RX Rounds.